it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience. Hey and welcome to episode 117 of Your Time to Grow podcast with me, Charlie. Hello, hello, hello. So I was having a chat with a um, client just now and we were talking about how she was um, managing one of her team who is stuck in this victim mentality. He is um, self-sabotaging, not reaching his full potential and she was just like oh you know I expect more um he's in a leadership role and it's damaging his team and I don't know what to do about it and I said you know it would be useful to think of the um vision that you have as a leader for your team where you fit in where he fits in and then encourage him to do the same to understand what his vision is and then talk with him about how he's being perceived and but but from his perspective so how does he think it's going how you know how is he creating that future um and we got talking about how uh women have moved into positions of leadership by adopting men's conditioning seeing that the way that men manage or lead is the only and the best way to lead uh, and have influence. But Nancy Klein, who wrote Time to Think, she's an amazing um, coach that I admire. She said, this isn't progress. Women have been encouraged to be like men when actually the best thing for men in society would be to encourage men to be more like women. And I've been thinking over the last, I don't know, like, two years uh, you know as I've been really focusing on working with women in leadership as those uh, people have been coming to me to work with and kind of defined my um, my business in, in lots of ways you know are women better than men better leaders than men and the research shows that the gender difference in leadership is almost non-existent and if anything it slightly favors women men tend to be thought of as decisive direct, strong, logical in terms of their leadership and conversely women tend to be thought of as community driven, compassionate, patient and trustworthy leaders. So do I believe that women are better than men at leadership? Nope. But nor do I believe that the reverse is true. Do I believe that there are traits that we nurture in women but not in men and vice versa? Absolutely and I think it starts at a young age. In my own experiences and speaking to women in leadership positions, part of their feelings of incongruence come from them not feeling able to show their true traits. And so in the conversation I was having with my client just now, she was like, but if I, you know, show too much empathy or nurturing, then I'm not going to be respected. Nobody's going to, you know, get things done because they're not scared of me and I was like do they need to be scared of you is that something that you want and she's like well actually no now I come to think about it no it isn't and um excuse me which got me thinking about okay well well so I asked her the question 
So what do you want to be known for as a leader? What do you want your vision to be, your leadership style? And, um, and yeah, so it got her thinking. And I think it's true that women are um, encouraged to hide their emotional intelligence, for example. And I believe that as a society, we have valued the traits we instill in boys. So, for example, being strong and not showing emotion in our leaders. And we've discouraged those more feminine traits. But now, as we realise this is harmful to our children, so too we might realise it's harmful for our leaders. In fact, if we discourage toxic masculinity and encourage the traits we instill in girls, so being more nurturing, using our emotional intelligence, for example, in um, children, then we will have even greater leaders in the future. And as part of the conversation I was having with my client, you know, I said, maybe this um, manager, this leader that you have in your team, he doesn't feel able to say, hey, do you know what? I don't know what I'm doing or I feel really stuck or, you know, um, any kind of other admission that he might not be enough because it's true for men as well that they feel the same things that we all feel as human beings around self-worth and being good enough and needing recognition and all of those things but they can't talk about it which is a conversation for another day um but for today I want to talk about five feminine traits that I think that men and women could nurture in order to become better leaders. So the first is empathy. So women are often told they're too kind, too caring, too nurturing to be leaders. But that idea that leading with empathy is at odds. Sorry, the idea that not leading with empathy is at odds with reality. So would we as a society consider a parent to be doing their best if they weren't bringing up their kids in an empathetic environment? How would those children turn out? Would they develop to be the best of their potential? Maybe. But my experience tells me that empathy is key for developing my own children. So why would we encourage our leaders not to develop their empathy so they can develop themselves by being kinder to themselves and their employees? All human beings crave validation, recognition and appreciation. And we can only provide these things in an empathetic environment. Being an empathetic leader leads to more cooperation and collaboration in the workplace. And it offers an opportunity for people to feel heard, which is what um, my client is intending to do with, with the person tomorrow. That she's just going to give him a space to just talk about what's going on with him, what he feels is going really well what he feels isn't, where he wants to develop himself and really make it about him and his needs and giving him an opportunity to feel heard without interruption, which I think is, um, I think it'll be really powerful for him and for her. Talking about power, um, empowering others would be my second. So the research shows that women are more likely to lead by empowering others. They might use coaching or and or mentoring to develop their teams using feedback and direction to help others unlock their potential and grow. Now, often women are less transactional and more strategic in their working relationships, so they're focused on being open and, dare I say it, more vulnerable. I won't say it too loudly. 
And this, in my opinion, is an excellent strategy for building trust and rapport within the team. Women tend to be more attuned to situations thanks to their empathy. And so they take on information from all sides and come up with a more persuasive solution. This can mean that they're more passionate about the project, making them much more compelling and inspiring. My third trait would be resilience. As a general rule, women are more resilient by nature. This may be because women tend to be the primary caregivers at home. So that brings us back to encouraging traits at a young age. And so they're better able to juggle stresses as they're constantly negotiating work-life balance. Humility comes in at number four. These aren't in order, incidentally, of um, importance. Uh, they're, they're in a random order. Um, but being humble is considered to be a feminine trait because, as a general rule, women hide their light. It's also considered to be an essential trait for great leaders. When we're humble, we're able to admit our mistakes and learn from them. We're able to take into account the perspective of others and be open to change. And this, in turn, inspires others. A word of caution, though, whilst humility is a great leadership trait, it does require some balance. So women could learn the more masculine trait of shining their light a little brighter, particularly learning to speak up if you are proud of something you've done or if you have a good idea. And then last up is self-awareness. And I think that being self-aware is as important as self-belief. Although it's women who primarily suffer from lack of self-belief, they're often aware of this. This allows them to um, understand how they're seen by others and to understand where they are now compared to where they want to be. And um, instantly I can help support uh, people, you, them, uh, with the how to get there if you need it. Shameless plug. Um, but when you have the self-awareness to see your strengths and your gaps, then you can prepare. And this leads to an increase in competence and performance. And I think confidence, which uh, was another thing we were discussing earlier. And I was saying, you know, you don't just get confidence. It doesn't just come and you don't just lose it necessarily, although it feels like that's what happens. Um, it's all kind of part of the process that the more you do something, the more confident you feel because you are used to do it. And when you, um, you know, part of the things that we talk about with with the, the clients that I work with is that, uh when you have a gap in your knowledge or if you've taken time out, um, you feel less confidence. But it's really actually a lack of competence, uh, not that you're not competent. It's just that you believe you're not competent because you've had a gap and that then erodes your confidence. Does that make sense? I'm not sure that makes sense. It makes sense in my head um, as I ramble on to you. Um, so that kind of... Uh, really ends the end here endeth the lesson today um other than to say that whilst there is still a big gap in the number of women who hold high level leadership roles it's becoming more balanced so more women are taking positions of power and leadership um on both the world and corporate stages and this is a good thing because this allows these traits to become more visible and just because these leadership traits tend to be more prevalent in female leaders, it doesn't mean they can't be cultivated by leaders of any gender. By honing your skills as a leader and generally good human, you can easily attain leadership success. Focusing on soft skills like empathy, humility, resilience, self-awareness and empowering others can help increase both the financial success of a company and the happiness of employees. A win-win situation.
Thank you so much for listening. And if you need any support or any help, then please get in touch. And I will see you back here next week.